it's not that they don't love you or anything like that, but they start to take it for granted. And then in turn, they start treating you the way that you treat yourself. They put you last all of a sudden. You know, you start wondering, well, how come they're not really taking me into consideration? And it's because you never take yourself into consideration while you're doing everything for everybody else. They're looking at how you're treating yourself. You are listening to Unapologetically Mommyhood, where we talk the real behind the scenes of mommyhood and business through the eyes and experiences of other moms in business. First, we are moms, yes, but we are also women, bosses, and humans. Here we support moms on being confident, authentic, and most of all, unapologetic to who they are, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Our identity isn't tied to just being a mom because we are so much more. Welcome to the mommyhood. This episode is sponsored by Thrive After Nine, a community and support system for moms who are coaches, consultants, and entrepreneurs supporting each other in a positive, safe, judgment-free zone of other like-minded women getting things done to thrive in your home and business. To find out more, go to www.thriveafternine.com. Hello, 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 and welcome to Unapologetically Me, Mommyhood, the podcast, where we are supporting moms and being confident and authentic to who they are as a woman, a business owner, and a human. Your identity is not tied to just being a mom. You're so much more than that. And we want you to be unapologetic and embrace exactly who you are so that you can thrive in your home and your business. You know, be open to everything. You're good, you're bad, and you're ugly because mommyhood is not all the giggles and cuddles that you see on social media all the time because sometimes the ish hits the fan and sometimes I mean that literally. And you have your breakdown, ugly cries too. So let's tune in to all things mommydom and business. You don't have to choose. You can do both at the same damn time. You're a mom, but you're still you right and today we are still on the topic of self-care but we're approaching it from a different light so we're talking about beauty and boundaries today and today I have with me Miss Tiffany Polar welcome Tiffany and she's of Audrey Grace and Izzy so what I want you to do Tiffany is just introduce yourself who you are what you do and a little bit about mommy, dumb, and business. So hey, everybody. Hey, Kamisha. Thank you so much for having me here on your podcast. So like she said, I am Tiffany Polar. I'm the founder of Audrey Grace and Izzy, which is an online jewelry boutique that I've created. Um, I am also all of these other things. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I am an employee because I still have a nine to five. Um, I'm a sister. I'm a daughter. I'm all of this stuff. But you know, those are just extra titles that we've had added on to us, and they're not exactly who we were born. So I'm all about advocating that we remember who we are, which starts with our foundation of being ourselves, like Kamisha likes to talk about. So um, I'm excited to be here, and I'm excited to start talking about everything that we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> she said everything that we're going to be talking about. I don't know what's coming up, so- y'all. <laughs> No. So one of the things that um, I think um, Tiffany can really brings to self-care is the fact that she approaches being who you are from not only you as a person, but from how you show up as a person, right? Your um, style, your accessories, your clothing, your beauty, because that is a part of you. And when you are able to express that authentically, it really helps with everything else. So when we're talking about self-care, we've talked about mental health, we've talked about physical health, but just being comfortable in your own shoes and showing up who as who you are can really help enhance those other things. So let's talk a little bit about that, um, Tiffany, how when you show up and you're comfortable and you're really expressing who you are, how that really can play into the self-care. Well, <clears throat> I think that it's very important to actually show up on the outside as the person that you really are on the inside. Um, I think that whenever you try to 
do something that's not really authentic to who you are, even if it's as small as like the accessories that you've chosen or the clothes that you're wearing. Um, I think it finds a way that if it's not truly who you are, then you're not going to be at all comfortable. And then I think that affects everything that you do in your life, like performance wise and everything like um, that all starts with feeling good about who you are. And so that requires a, us to actually do the work necessary to actually know who we are and know the things that we like. Um, I found that with moms in particular, it's really easy for us to get carried away with thinking about everybody else, all the other people that we take care of, and we start to forget about who we are and we lose sight of simple things like what's the name of your favorite movie? What's your favorite color? That type of thing. And um, I'm always an advocate for just remembering who we are. So it's very important. It's not something to be swept under the rug as far as how you decide to dress yourself, how you decide to show up, because the way that you show up actually communicates a lot about who you are, or at least you want it to anyways. Um, you know, if you show up and you're just wearing any old thing, then people are getting the wrong impression about you. Yeah. And I, I'm glad that you said any old thing, because sometimes as moms, we forget, right? We're like, okay, look, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm busy. I'm just going to pick up and go, like just grab and go. And sometimes you might even get out there and nothing is what you thought it was, right? Because you're like, I don't have time all the time to do that. So tell us a little bit about how you as um, the owner of Audrey Grace and Izzy, right? How you help women be able to not think about the time, not think about the busyness, not think about anything where you're helping them in advance, right? Find out about who they are and their style so that they don't, even if they have to get up, grab and go, they're going to be able to get up and grab and go and it be put together without, you know, having to really think about it. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not going to lie. I mean, you know, there are those days and times when it just is what it is. And you may be looking like, you know, you're tired because you are tired and you're staying inside the house. So that's all good. I'm definitely not one of those advocates that says, okay, go outside the house looking in kind of way, because that's when you run into everybody that you really don't want to see. All right. You've been that person mm -hmm. where you're like, okay, I'm just going to the grocery store. I'm just going to throw this on or whatever. And you're looking a hot mess. And then you run into like, you know, somebody really important and you're like, Oh, I hope they didn't see me. And they did, you know? So, um, in particular with like the jewelry or whatever that I have, I put a lot of thought and consideration into the type of woman that might be wearing each piece. So I have three different categories of jewelry that I have for women. I have Audrey, Grace, and Izzy. They're each different types of women. So Audrey is the one that is very minimalistic. She is traditional, um, doesn't like a whole lot of extra stuff. And then you have Grace who loves her pearls and she's super frilly and girly, right? So she's going to wear uh, anything that is like, you know, feminine and over the top maybe. And then there's Izzy who is definitely a rebel and a statement maker, right? So she's going to wear all these big statement pieces. Um, you know, I, I just think that it's good to show up as we're supposed to show up, where we're comfortable. And so I make it easy by selecting these different items for women. Like wearing a piece of jewelry can do a whole lot for you. It doesn't have to cost a whole lot, but like these earrings that I have on, you know, I'm showing my Izzy right now, you know, I'm, a bit, I'm being a little bit over the top with it. And so on a day, if I might want to feel a little more confident and I'm doing something super important, I might channel my inner Izzy and decide to put on these earrings that represent, you know, being a little bit bold. Um, so I try to make it just as easy as possible. Yeah. And I like what you're saying about, you know, being able to be who you are. Right. And sometimes you do have to get up and go. And especially I've ran to a couple of people. I was like, Oh, why today? Lord? Why today <laughs> on the day I decided to just throw on anything, you know, and run out the house and you do, it's like, every time you do that, it seems to happen, right? You run into that person and you're like, man, why today? I'll run into you any other day, but on the day I decide that I'm not going to worry about whatever, then you show up. So I, um, 
I thought about you when I thought about the topic of beauty, right? And then I thought about you as well when I thought about the topic of boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel like as um, moms, especially, we definitely have a hard time setting boundaries. But when you don't set boundaries, stuff hits the fan, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But then when you talk about beauty, right, and having... Um, the thought, the first thought of yourself, because sometimes you're like, I'm a mom, like beauty is going to be secondary, but how can moms, you know, still um, make it where their self-appearance, their self-confidence in their appearance still comes first, even though you have all these other things that you have to do as a mom, a woman, and a human. Give a couple of steps, a couple of tips where you can do that and not have to worry about, again, the time and uh, whether you have the right items or anything like that. So first off, though, it starts off with doing some internal work. So again, it's not all just the exterior stuff. Like you really have to take a few moments to really get back in touch with who you are and be honest with yourself sometimes. Like, If you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're like, you know what? I really don't like this that I have on. You have to ask yourself, well, why is it that I am wearing it? Why am I having something on my body that I don't like? You know, is it because it, um, you know, I don't think that I deserve to have something nicer? Is it because, you know, um, I've just got caught up in this routine and, you know, it used to look great and now it doesn't anymore? Like you have to really be honest with yourself and say, okay, maybe it's time for me to let go of some of this stuff that's not really working and think about what is it that will work? What is it that I do like? What would I like to see? And so when it comes to like fashion and style and stuff like that, I mean, you might go, it might be as simple as like, you know, flipping through a magazine and saying, hey, I really like what she has on and asking yourself, well, why is it that I like it? Why am I drawn to it? Can I find something Mm. similar? until you start to really cultivate your own personal sense of style. Um, And then once you find that, like, don't just buy stuff because it's on sale, buy stuff because you like it. And, you know, one thing I have to say that really irritates me is when women and moms say, oh, I'm not going to buy this. I'm going to stick with like the $5 piece of jewelry or whatever. It's cool to do that. But like, if you're, you have to really question yourself as to why it is that you're doing it. Like, am I only spending $5 because that's all I think I deserve? That's the root of it all for me. Like you can buy yourself some nicer things. um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's a good um, thing to point out, whether you think you deserve it or not. Right. That that's, that's something to think about because um, I didn't, I haven't even thought about that. You know, um, a lot of times I'm not even a lot. Like this, this show is about, you know, being real open and mommyhood. Right. So some of the times I think about it, I'm like, should I get it? You know, and not because I don't deserve it or, um, I don't want it. I'm just like, should I get it? Or I'm always thinking about maybe the kids or somebody else like, Oh, uh, maybe, but not this time. Right. So, cause I treat myself, I'm not going to say I don't cause I treat myself, but Sometimes that thought creeps into my mind, like, should I get this? And I don't know why. And now that you said that, I'm like, I'm about to think about that. Why do I think, like, should I get this sometimes when I'm like, hell, if I want it and I like it, go ahead and get it, you know? But sometimes I do have to restrain because sometimes I get stuff and I don't, I don't need it. I don't use it. And it was like, it was pretty, you know, shiny object, you know? <laughs> Well, I think that's where you know yourself, though. You have to know, you know, why is it that I'm buying this? You know, Um, like, do I need it? Like, maybe you don't need it because you've always bought, you've already bought a whole lot of other stuff for yourself. But, you know, specifically, if you're the woman who thinks about it every time it's time to buy something for yourself and you continually tell yourself, no, I'm not going to buy it because, you know, I'm going to feel guilty about it because I should be buying you know, so-and-so a new pair of shoes, everybody but yourself, you know, that's how you find yourself in those situations where you're looking in the mirror and you're like, I don't like what I have on anymore. And if you let it go on too long, you might not even like what you see, period. You might be like, I don't even know who I am anymore, you know? 
yeah, get into that point of not knowing who you are. Mm-hmm. So going that's how it happens. It's like a slippery not slope. You see in the mirror what you're. Yeah, what you're wearing to hey, next time looking in the mirror, not even knowing who you are. That's 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 good right there. So mm-hmm. let's let's talk about that a little bit. Um, the process of going from okay, eh, I don't really like what I'm seeing right now to hell, I don't even know who I am. You know, because we talk about that a lot about being able to embrace who you are. And I feel like if you're sh- constantly showing up in a way that you don't feel comfortable. You're constantly showing up in a way that you don't like it. Like you don't like what you're wearing. You don't like what you're, what you look like. You don't like um, how you're feeling and you keep showing up that way because it's easy. You keep showing up that way because you're defaulting to it and you're not taking the time to really care about you. You're not taking the time to really focus on yourself at any point. And that's easy to do as a mom, right? To just go with the motions and move through the every day, right? Every day is the same and you're just moving and moving and moving, following routines and you forget to stop and really think about you, right? And I feel like that's how you're going to get to that point that you said of then looking in the mirror and now you're not looking at, oh, I don't like what I'm wearing. I don't like what I'm seeing right now. Now you're thinking about, oh man, I don't even like who I am. I don't like who I see right? I, I don't understand how I got here. I don't understand how I got to this place, right? Um, and some people would think something as small as appearance wouldn't matter. It wouldn't get you to that point of, I don't like who I see. But I think appearance absolutely, absolutely can get you to that point where you like, I don't like what, who I see. I don't like what's going on. Who am I? I think that's where those boundaries are very important, though, too, because a lot of times as women, when we find ourselves in that position, it's because we've allowed ourselves to be somebody for so long that we're really not like we have adjusted to make other people happier or try to fit their expectations that they may have upon us instead of really being true to who we are and the things that we like for ourselves. Yeah. Um, those boundaries, um, let's just get, get a little bit into boundaries. So when we're talking about boundaries and I feel like sometimes we have to first set boundaries with ourselves because before you can set boundaries with other people, because if you don't have any boundaries for yourself and who you are and how you know you want to show up, then how are you going to set boundaries to show other people how they should approach you? And how they should treat you. If you don't even set boundaries for how you should treat yourself, right? Um, I believe it first starts with that. Those boundaries on how you treat yourself. Yeah, that's very good. And that's one of the main reasons why I advocate for women and moms not to get so caught up in taking care of everybody else and never treating themselves with anything that makes them feel good or look good. Because it has a long-term effect. When other people around you, those people that you've been taking care of, look at you and they know that you are always taking care of them first and you put yourself last. It's not that they don't love you or anything like that, but they start to take it for granted. And then in turn, they start treating you the way that you treat yourself. They put you last all of a sudden, you know, you start wondering, well, how come they're not really taking me into consideration? And it's because you never take yourself into consideration while you're doing everything for everybody else. They're looking at how you're treating yourself. So, One of the boundaries that I really am firm with now is that when I'm invited to something, if I don't want to go, I'm pretty firm with, yeah, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to go because I hate that feeling that I used to have when I go places knowing I didn't want to be there and I just went to make other people happy or whatever for appearances. And then the whole time I'm mad at myself, like, you know what? You should have said no, because you'd rather be at home watching Young and the Restless reruns or whatever else you want to do, you know, and you're there. So that is like one of the main boundaries that I set, like start to really think about, okay, what do I really want to do? Where do I want to be? Because your time is very important. You could be doing all Mm -hmm. kinds of other things. So that's a very important boundary, time and what you want, where you want to be. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. And I love that because a lot of times I'm t- when I'm talking about boundaries, so the first thing people think with boundaries is they think about no, right? So no. And they have a hard time with the word no, because when they say no, it makes somebody else feel bad, makes somebody else feel angry, sad. And so for them, it could definitely make them take on those emotions, right? That the other person is feeling and then feel bad because somebody else feels bad. You know what I mean? Or feel bad because someone else is angry because you said no. Or feel bad because someone else is sad. So you're always putting the other person first and not yourself, but you're not thinking about how good you feel to not be doing something that one, you don't want to do. Two, you don't have the capacity to do. And three, you probably shouldn't be doing it anyway, right? It's taking you away from something that you really should be doing. So just being able to say the word no and not worry about how the other person is going to take it. So uh, one of the things that I always tell people is if you can't say no, start with something like, um, I'm glad that you, I'm, I'm happy that you considered me for that. But at this time, I don't have time in my schedule, right? Or just saying um, right now my capacity, you know, is kind of full, but um, at a later time, if I'm able to do it, I'll let you know. Like starting with things that is not actually the word no, but you're saying, look, I, I, don't, I can't do it right now. And if you don't want to do it, I've gotten to the point where if I don't want to do something, I'm just going to say no, or I can't do it, or I don't want to do it, um, depending on who I'm talking to, right? <laughs> um, just letting them know, like, I can't, like, it's just not, it's not able to happen. And I don't like to do things where it's not at the quality level that I want to do it. So if I can't get it to that quality, I'm not going to do it. And just being open with yourself enough to say, look, I have to put my foot down sometimes so that I could have some sanity, right? Some, some, that's that mental health piece. Like if you're taking on everything, you know, you shouldn't be doing, you don't want to do, it just makes you feel bad. And you're, you're constantly putting yourself in that spot. Like you said, because people are always expecting it because you're always doing it. If you're always doing it, they're going to keep expecting it. And of course, when you finally say no, they're like, wait, wait a minute. Like she, she said, no, what is going on? And they're going to push that boundary. Even when you said no, because they're like, is she really telling me the truth? Like, is this really, you know, happening? You know what I mean? Like that point where it's like, okay, you're now trying to set a boundary that you should have set a long time ago and it's going to be harder. So now you're going to get some pushback. I think I've gotten, it's gotten easier for me to just say no. Most of the time, like if I've already told you no in one of those politer ways and you keep pushing it, like at that point, I'm like, okay, no, I'm just going to say no. And that's it. Um, You know? Yeah. And my no is what it is. It's a no. So don't keep trying to push it like that yeah and then what about let's let's think about in mommyhood and business so you're a mom you have a business you have other things to do it's not just i'm a mom i gotta take care of the kids and i have a business you're like a mom you have to do all of these things to take care of the kids and the house and the family and then you have your business you have all of these things that you have to do for your business and when you don't say no and you don't set boundaries, it creates an even, um, I want to say hectic space, an even uh, more imploding, right? Imploding for you because what happens is you have all of these things to do and you have all of these things to do. And then you're pushing stuff in this middle that you already are having trouble with these two things. And you're putting all this stuff in between that's causing, you know, more hectic, I want to say it. that's not a word. Chaos. I'm not going to say it. You're causing <laughs> chaos. Let's go chaos because it was a hectic. <laughs> like, I don't think that's a word. I'm not going to say that. So you're you're causing even more chaos in your life, um, which is now putting a strain and stress more on you, right? So now you're you're feeling even more bad because now you have all these things you're taking on outside of what you're trying to already, you know, I won't say balance, but you're trying to already get together. Um, but guess what, though? So, That's your fault because you didn't 
put the boundary in place. You didn't say no when you should have said no. Like going back to when I used to go to places that I didn't really want to go to, you know, I'd be mad the whole time. I really believe sometimes we have to have like these difficult conversations, Kamisha. Like I had someone say something to me or whatever, and I didn't really like it. And I knew within myself that I didn't really want to have the conversation with them, but I also didn't like the way it made me feel. And I knew deep within myself that if that happened again, that there would be no coming back for that relationship if I didn't say anything. So I had to have the difficult conversation. And I told them, you know, the reason why I'm having this conversation with you is because I know how it makes me feel when you do what you do, what you did. And now that you know how it makes me feel, and I've told you all about it, you know also. And if you do it again, then I know that you're fully aware. But if I don't say anything about it and you do it again, and I get mad about it because I'm going to get mad about it. Mm. It's my fault because I didn't say it. I didn't let you know about it. Like, you know, you have to have that boundary, put it in place. Like, hey, you know, I respect our friendship, whatever. But if you do this again, then there will be no friendship. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely do. Because sometimes, you know, um, we feel like we are being, uh, what's the word? Um I'll come back to the word in a second. So one of the things that I think happens is that we let it go because we assume that the person um, didn't mean what they said, right? So they said it, but they didn't really mean it that way. But we don't. who are we to know what they meant? Because it's coming from them. It's inside their head. We're not in their head. So we don't know what they were actually thinking when they said it. We don't know the feeling that they were feeling when they said it because we're not inside their feelings either, right? And maybe they did say it and they didn't mean it in the way that they said it. But if we never ask or we never bring it up, we never actually know. So that's one of those things that it's important to advocate for yourself. Like you said, you have to advocate for yourself and think highly enough of yourself to say, okay, I didn't like how that felt. So let me now approach the situation and say, hey, um, when you said this to me, you know, I didn't like it. This is how it made me feel. And I just want to know, like, what did you mean by it? So I don't even know if you go that far. But for me, I would say, what did you actually mean? And if you meant it in the way that you said it, that's fine. Maybe we shouldn't um, we shouldn't have this kind of relationship. You know what I mean? Because. Sometimes that's when you have to say, okay, I'm going to let it go, right? You, you have to then uh, decide to let things go when you, um, when you find that it's toxic, right? So that's one of those things where I've spoken and I've said, look, now, one way to gain your sanity is to let things go. And when I say let things go, I'm talking about people, places, things, and ideas, right? Those are the four things that I think if you're having an issue and it's really on your heart and it just stays there and stays there and stays, it's time to let something go. And when we're talking about people, that's the hardest, right? It's hardest to let people go because we're feelings like, yes, we're feelings. We're made up of emotions and to let somebody go and not think about them or not worry about how that's going to affect your life, your relationships. Sometimes when you let them go, it's the best thing that's ever happened to you, right? When you let that person go. Um, places, when you go to certain places and you're in that environment and it makes you feel bad and you stay there and you continue to go back even when you don't want to be there because you know how it makes you feel, that's those things you need to let go. Then things, things could be a little bit of anything, right? It's things that, you know, make you feel bad or take you out of your element, but you still interact with those things. And that can be your environment, right, too. And you're like, okay, and you never approach it, too. Like, you never actually take the time to approach it and see if it can be changed. And then ideas, right? Ideas are babies. Oh, my God. Ideas are our babies where we have this idea and, you know, it's causing us so much turmoil because we really want it to happen, but it's not happening and it hasn't happened. 
it'll probably never happen, but we just hold on to it and we keep trying and we keep trying it and it's just not working. That's probably something you should let go, right? Because if you don't let go of these people, places, things, and ideas, how are, how are things going to improve for you? How are you going to be able to move forward and not having those feelings that you don't want to have? So I just wanted to say that because when you said, you know, letting go, like you keep going to this place or you're going to a place that you don't really want to be at. Now you're sitting there and you have this feeling and you're angry, but you could have avoided it in the first place. Mm -hmm. I feel like we approach a lot of things in life that way as women, as moms, because like we're natural nurturers. So I think we approach a lot of things that way where we're constantly constantly taking on things we don't really want to do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Until we have that talk with ourselves, like, okay, enough is enough. I'm tired of being mad at myself because I've gone here and I didn't really want to go. Or I'm tired of feeling um, small and little each time I interact with this person because they treat me like dirt and I've never told them that I don't like it and I'm not going to put up with it anymore. Hey, so I'm interrupting this video to tell you about this really amazing community where moms are supporting moms in a really genuine way to be a support system in not only your, only your life, but in both your home and in your business. What's better than being with a group of like-minded women who really care about you and your success? We're talking personal development, business development, co-working, networking, and just support where we meet you where you are. We get and we got you. Check out the Thrive After Nine tribe at www.thriveafternine.com. Now back to the episode. Or and not just um, not like how you're feeling, right? Not um, knowing that if I put myself first this one time and see how it feels and see that it feels good then I might start doing it a little more because now I'm seeing that feeling. I'm getting some of the me back, that that identity back that I'm kind of letting slip and fade away and fade away and fade away. Like it's constantly fading away because I'm not putting myself first at any point. It's always everybody and everything else first. But that's why I like jewelry. You know, you can buy the pair of earrings and it doesn't cost a whole lot. You can find a pair that really speaks to who you are or how you want to express yourself and put those on and test it out. See how differently you are treated just by wearing or doing something simple like that. Like I used to not wear jewelry and I'm not going to lie. I don't wear it all the time. Like there are some places where I won't really wear a whole lot. Like my daughter plays softball. I'm not really going out to the softball field with all the dirt and dust or wearing all the jewelry. But if I wanted to, I would, of course, but I just don't because it's not really practical for me. But, you know, I didn't always wear the jewelry. And then when I started wearing jewelry, I noticed that people did start to treat me a little differently because that simple step just says, OK, she cares enough to finish herself off, to polish it off, you know. She's wearing the clothes and now she has the accessories that communicate even more. Yeah. And when you say that, so I've always, you know, um, just to know that like, I love um, Audrey Grace and Izzy. I like that, that the personalities are in there when you're talking about jewelry and who you are and that there's a type. And sometimes I feel like I am a Grace because I really like that. Um, very traditional style, classic style, right? But then most of the time though, I'm an Izzy. I'm very over the top when it comes to jewelry. I'm always going out and looking for the people who are making their own jewelry, who have unique jewelry. And when I'm out, oh, and then let me show. So this is a pair of Izzy's, right? So this is from the Izzy collection. And I, I love it because I'm like, it's no way you can't see these earrings. Like even like this, you can see them. And I'm like, most of the time when I'm out, it feels good when somebody really acknowledges like, oh, I like those. Where did you get them from? And I'm like, oh, so you asked. This is where I got it from. Thank you so much. You know, and it feels a little good when somebody acknowledges mm -hmm. even that small thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what um, Tiffany is saying about, you know, just having jewelry as statement pieces really does something because I can be out in like what I have on. And, you know, just laid back gear and I throw on a pair of some amazing earrings, right? And 
get out there and people are always like, oh, those earrings, they're really nice. I like them. Where did you get them from? And like, I'm a big earring where um, most other jewelry irritates me. Like, I don't know why it just irritates me. So then I just feel like I'm just going to go out here and find the most amazing earrings in the world and <laughs> and wear them. And that that just small compliment where somebody just notices, right? Like it's something that is not very big. It's a, it's a small, but it's big when it comes to you realizing that even the smallest things people recognize makes you feel good. Well, and the jewelry is just an adornment. Like it is a gateway for people to maybe open up the conversations and get to know you even better. Yeah. Like even for me um, offering, you know, being a jewelry boutique or whatever, I'm much more interested in the women that are wearing the jewelry. Like, you know, I want to know who you are. Mm. And sometimes when I can, if I have time to just sit with you or whatever, cause I like to have conversations. If I can just have time to sit with you and get down to your truth, I can know, okay, yeah, this is the piece that she needs to have or whatever. So for me, it's really almost holistic. Like, uh, like and the jewelry is like a physical thing that sometimes people don't really think that much about, but like, I'm really interested in you, who you are. Yeah. And I feel like the jewelry actually shows people or makes a statement before any words are spoken. Right. Um, when people um, are approaching you, passing by and you spark up that conversation, sometimes it feel good, feels good to be talking to someone that you don't even know and just, finding out the things that are similarities and differences. Um, I'm not a big talker. I don't usually talk to people I don't know. Like when I'm out, like I don't talk to people randomly. You know what I mean? Um, but when you're out and someone notices something about you or you notice something about somebody else and you say, hey, blah, 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 blah. blah and then you guys start having a really good conversation and you find out that this may be that person out in the world that, you really connect with, right? But you never know that when you're just going about life and you're not um, putting any thought into who you are. You know what I mean? Um, one of the ways of, you know, just really, like just something really small that you can do when you're feeling like you don't know who you are and you're feeling like, hey, I need to, um, you know, set some boundaries or I need to really um, up my game on appearances. Like I really need to get back to what made me feel good. It's just taking time out of the week, like five minutes, 10 minutes, where it's just you set a day and time where it's just you, where you can just be. And what I mean by just be, you're just there. You don't have to worry about this, that thinking about anything else, but just you, just you just being just there not sitting here and I would urge you to get you some um what are those things earplugs or something where you can't hear anything else because when you start hearing the kids you know you start thinking about oh what's going on what are they doing but um me for me sometimes it's headphones like I put on some meditation music in my headphones so I can't hear nothing else so I'm not distracted by that but just sitting there for like five or ten minutes where you're just able to just be with no thoughts of anything but yourself so that you can think about, well, why do I feel this way? What's going on? What can I do for myself today in this moment right now where I can get back um, a little bit of um, how I feel about me so that then you can be okay with sometimes just setting those boundaries. And I set boundaries all the time now. Before it was a little harder until I really start implementing it because it's never going to get any easier if you don't practice it, right? Practice is what helps you um, really implement things because you feel uncomfortable at first, but as you practice it, you get more confident. That's with anything. And the same thing goes for boundaries. You have to actually practice the boundaries mm -hmm. in order to implement it in order to get more confident in saying, okay, this is the boundary that I'm setting. This is the line. Don't cross it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Just no. <laughs> no. Yes. And you always hear them say like, no is a, um, a whole sentence, right? You don't have to say why, because any of that no is no. And 
So as we've talked about boundaries and we've gotten a little bit into that. So now we're, we're going to move a little bit into um, mommyhood behind the scenes, right? So we talk a, a little bit about mommyhood and being behind the scenes um, of running a business and mommyhood, not what people are usually posting on social media, where it's a perfect, you know, picture in a frame of what um, business and mommyhood looks like, not the real stuff with the baby crying on one arm where you're trying to be on a meeting on the other arm and everything's colliding. So let's talk a little bit about mommyhood behind the scenes of running a business, um, doing um, things with your children, taking care of home. And for you, um, even more busy with having a business, running home and working full time, right? Yes. <laughs> so the trifecta, right? So let's, let's, let's talk a, a little bit about that. What are some of the things you find that you come across when it um, pertains to, you know, trying to really show up as who you are and the beauty aspect and then home, you know, and then business and then also a full-time job? What a what does that look like for you? Oh, well, it's a lot of chaos, lots of things going on at the same time. You know, my girls right now, I have two girls and they're older now, you know, they're 16 and 21, but they still need stuff. So, you know, while you're trying to do your own thing, they're calling you up, texting you with all this other stuff that they need and whatnot. And I mean, that's just part of life. But, you know, I think when you're trying to do all the different things, I think it comes down to like your values, like which things are like really most important to you. And for me, family is really up there and also freedom and beauty and knowledge, attainment of knowledge. Those things are all super important to me. So in those situations where there's different things that are butting up with, against one another, I really have to think about, okay, well, which one is your highest value right now? And sometimes it's family. I just wanted to spend this time with my family and that's all it is. So that's what I'm going to focus on. And that happens a lot. You know, uh, I think though, having those values kind of put some things in order, even though if behind the scenes you have all these 50 million other things tugging at you, like in reality, you can only like, focus on maybe one or two things at a time. You know what I mean? Mm. So that, I mean, that's definitely just lots of chaos that goes on, but having those values and knowing also that sometimes the values change, like sometimes it's not family that I'm really, um, and maybe sometimes it's not really family at the top of the priority at the moment. Sometimes it might be building a business so that I can have the freedom later on to spend more time with family. And, um, yeah, and it doesn't, it doesn't always look like move through those things. Right. Because you're like, um, sometimes higher, a little bit higher might be family. Sometimes a little bit higher might be business, but being able to navigate that, you know, is important because you know how we feel like we're like, Oh man, like I'm, I'm spending too much time in the business. I'm neglecting my family a little bit or, man, I'm spending too much time over here with the family and my business is getting neglected. And then you start feeling that resentment of, um, okay, no, like the support of being able to do both, like that navigation of going between the two or really integrating the two, as I said, um, because integration, I feel like is the best thing that you can do when it comes to being a mom and running a business is being able to integrate it because trying to separate them, you tend to always... Um, go with one or the other and you have that you you feel that you feel that when you're going too far one way or the other mm -hmm. that is true and one thing also that I'm really noticing is like I said my girls are 16 and 21 they still need me but I'm realizing also that I'm getting to that point where I'm gonna have to start pulling back a little bit and even though I'm very cognizant of this and I try to be as aware of it as possible I'm going to have to start even more so delving into even more things that I actually enjoy doing myself that I can, you know, continue to do after my youngest daughter leaves the house because I don't want to get caught up like trying to live life vicariously through all the things that my kids are doing to where I don't have anything going on for myself. 
as well. Oh yeah, that is super important. And um, Tiffany is definitely always on the go, work, <laughs> business, um, children. And I think it's something really great to celebrate because although um, Tiffany is talking about chaos, she has a, a daughter who's been accepted into how many colleges? Oh, well, so she plays softball. And so she had at least like 20 coaches that contacted her to see about attending school there. She did settle upon one amazing school that she's going to be going to. And I'm just really happy, um, happy for that, for her. Um, and then, you know, I also have my oldest daughter who is actually pursuing a modeling career and stuff. So, you know, I am, my husband and I, we're really trying to breed excellence, but in doing that also, I have to make sure that I don't get caught up and lose who I am. Yeah. And that, then that's the important thing because I, when I hear, um, like of all the things that you do, and then I hear about, um, you know, the focus, right? Sometimes, you know, being able to focus on yourself is what matters because um, I'm on the opposite of uh, Tiffany, right? I have two smaller children, right? And I'm always like, when I'm away, right? I'm always wondering, okay, like, what are they doing? What are, what am I missing? What can I be adding? You know what I mean? So I had to get really okay with, all right, when I am with them, I'm giving them everything and all of me. And then when I'm away, that it's still there. You know what I mean? So when I get back there, they're still there. Like it didn't go anywhere mm -hmm. versus um, always uh, putting all the focus on them all the time. It took me a minute to kind of let go a little bit of that. Um, and I feel like as moms, like it's, it's like a forever thing, no matter how old you get, no matter how old your children get, it's just a forever thing where you're, consistently like they need me I gotta be there yeah always putting yourself into the mix as well so um let's let's talk a little bit of, um so story time uh oh so, story time on the show <laughs> y'all I don't know what we story got time. <laughs> so what it is is where you tell us a little something that um has happened whether it's um, now, in the past, where something funny um, in mommyhood that has occurred or something that's not so funny, but there was a lesson learned? Hmm. Um, you know, I don't think I really have anything funny, but I will say about a lesson learned is, you know, you mentioned that, yeah, I pour a lot into my kids and I do. And the youngest one is, you know, getting ready to leave, leave the house in a couple of years or whatever. That has been a real reality check, you know, and seeing how she is like kind of starting to pull off into her own thing, a real reality check not to get lost in this whole thing. Like we can so easily do like, um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I don't know if I'm doing a good job at story time, but I, um, you don't have to be doing a good job. You just have to tell us a story, something that has happened, right? Something that has happened where you learned a lesson. You don't have anything funny. Something that's happened where you've learned a lesson. Yeah. Tell us an actual story. So this one just happened the other night, right? So like my 16 year old is really trying to exert her independence and regardless of all the things that I do for her as mom she is absolutely daddy's girl right now like and it's almost sickening right because it's like oh my god like I might as well not even exist because like he can get all the hugs he wants like endless hugs right and then when I go and ask for a hug it's nothing but attitude so like the other night I'm like you know give me a hug she's like no and then she's like, I'm like, well, why not? And she mutters, I don't want to. And I'm like, okay, you know what? <laughs> that moment right there, though, is one of those things, <clears throat> one of those things that solidifies what I've been saying. Like, you know, in that moment, it was like a reminder to myself, like, yeah, as much as you love her, as much as you love, you know, your girls or whatever, they're their own people. And 
you need to pull back some. You know, maybe in this moment you need to go find something else to like build to make you, you know, I don't know, that's going to keep you <laughs> occupied with whatever because, you know, I'm not going to lie. That, that kind of stung a little bit. It's like, well, why don't you want to give me a hug? You know, it's almost like you're feeling like you're being, um, what's the word? Um, what's the word when someone kind of like denies you or whatever? It's like you're being <laughs> rejected. Yeah, there you go. It's like I was being rejected and I was. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a reminder. Like, you know, you can love people all you want but they're still their own people. And despite that, you don't know how they're going to reciprocate all the things that you've done. So, you know, sadly, yeah. when you're a mom and you pour it into everybody, you might get a child that at some moment is like, nah, I don't feel like messing with you right now. You got to be okay with it. Yeah, I think that happens to everybody though. <laughs> like at some point, it happens to everybody, especially with the teenagers, because sometimes they just want you to leave them alone, right? It was not a good feeling. It was not a good feeling. It was not. I'm like, I'm like, okay, but I'm not going to be petty. I'm not going to hold this against her. I'm going to just do my thing. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it happens. I think with teenagers, it's just inevitable. You just, you know, when it reaches you, you're like, I can't believe it, even though you know it's coming, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know it's coming, but when it happens to you, you're like, did this just happen? Mm -hmm. I do not believe this just happened to me. Um, so when we did truth talk, right, um, when we're talking about boundaries, self-care, and success, right? So um, how do three meld together when you're talking about setting boundaries, when you're talking about your self-care, and when you're talking about success? Because... I feel like when you're talking about self-care and boundaries, it sets the success for all areas of your life, not just personal, not just professional. We're talking about mental um, success. We're talking about physical success, right? We're talking about success in your business, success in your home, success in your mind, success in your life, like all around success when you're able to say boundaries, self-care, and then I can have some success, you know? Because when you're taking care of yourself, that self-care, and you put those boundaries in there, because I know we talked a little bit about boundaries, but what, how can we meld these three together? So don't look at boundaries as being separate from self-care. Like boundaries are a part of your self-care. When you set a boundary, it says, I care enough about myself to where I'm going to not operate outside of what I said I was not going to do or what I am going to do. Like that boundary is there for a reason. Um, and sometimes it serves as like a method, like a protection. Like even if that is just against like feeling upset because you've gone somewhere you didn't want to go, knowing that you had other stuff to do that was a little more pressing. And so when you have the boundaries, it allows more room for success because in my case, when I put a boundary somewhere, it's because I am kind of weighing out my time. Like, okay, yeah, I could go off and do this, but I really don't want to because maybe I need to actually, you know, do this for my own business and set myself up so that I can be a little more successful. Um, sometimes, you know, we say yes to things that we don't need to say yes to. You know, it has nothing to do with what you want to do or any of the goals that you've set for yourself, but you're just saying yes, because, you know, you don't want to disappoint somebody. And in those moments, because our time is not like infinite and we do, you know, we only have a certain amount and we can only do, you know, one thing at a time saying yes to something else that you don't really want to say yes to is saying no to yourself in another area. Mm. And lots of times I think that just doesn't even set you up for the right success. Yeah, I love that because um, most of the time, we're probably not even thinking about that, that when we say yes to something we don't really want to say yes to, that it's saying no to something that we really do want to do. Mm -hmm. um, I don't I don't think that we've correlated that. You know what I mean? That, that, that relates. Go over here, say yes to something you don't want to do. Now you're saying no to something you really want to do because that thing over there is going to take up the time, right? It's going to take up time. And, and even, like even said, if that's just very like, important, even if that's just like, I'm going to say no, because I just want to hang out on my couch, you know, that's okay. <laughs> yes, that is absolutely okay. Because 
when you are saying yes to something that you want to do, you're creating, right? You're creating that space of self-care, self-love, putting yourself first and saying, look, sometimes I just got, I just have, have to put me first, Mm -hmm. have to. Um, So uh, (laughs) as we're talking about self-care and we're talking about beauty and boundaries and Tiffany um, being the owner of Audrey Grace and Izzy, which I think is an amazing boutique that approaches um, jewelry, accessories, and style from a point of authenticity and who you are and, you know, showing up in that real authenticity. Um, I want to move now into saying um, our segment tools and tips, right? Where I'm going to give a tool and you're going to give a tip, right? For um, in your ex- area of expertise. So as I'm giving my tool, I'm going to give you the chance to think about your tip that <laughs> Um, you want to give um, the viewers and listeners. So right now, my tool is, I'm going to bring it back because I think it's an absolutely amazing tool. It has been changing my life when it comes to um, easily a- assessing my business, um, especially as a mom with two small children. I'm able to hop in and get things done and not go to this place and that place and this place and remember all these passwords and try to connect all of these things. And so the tool that I'm offering today as a great all-in-one system for your business is called Funnel Streams. And with Funnel Streams, you are able to literally, literally, I'm saying that because that is the important word, literally, you're able to literally run your entire business versus going to this tool and that tool and this tool and that tool and then trying to figure out how to connect them. Your business is all in one place and you're able to connect things together that need to be connected in one spot. And some of those things, this is not a full exhaustive list. Some of those things is you are now able to create your funnels. You're able to create your website. You're able to take payment. You're able to create, um, a shop, you're able to also run your email campaigns, you're able to run your automations, you are able to um, do your Instagram, Facebook DMs, you're able to do everything. And it's like it's canceling out all of those things that you are paying for individually, that's running up the check, right? It's running up the bill, you got you spending a whole bag on all these different things where you could be in one spot, and navigate and run your whole business for a lesser fee. So that is my spill. If you want to find out more information, it will be down in the description where you could click and find out way more about Funnel Streams. Because if I sat here and talked to you about the entire exhaustive list, it would go on forever and ever and ever. <laughs> so make sure you click the link down in the description and find out a little bit more about Funnel Streams. Now we're headed over to Tiffany to give us a tip. What is your best tip as we are leaving out today on um, self-care, beauty, boundaries? Hmm. My tip is, I think, because we are moms and we're trying to do lots of different things and we need to not forget about our impression and how we go out and how we actually choose to represent ourselves is something that will allow you to get ready uh, without having to take a whole lot of time. So I can typically get ready, you know, provided that I've already had my bath and all that stuff. Cause I like to, you know, I'm one of those, I like to soak in the warm tub. So we're not talking about that. All right. But just the whole getting ready part, I can do that pretty much in about 15 minutes or less. And it is because I have already done that work to know who I am and know what I like. But if you're not there yet, you can just find something really basic. Like I love having um, clothes in black or maybe for you, it might be white or something like that, but something that can serve as just like a basic canvas to have, Um, get you something that's like that canvas, that black with black, I can dress it up. I can dress it down. I can put on different color accessories or whatever, and I'm ready to go. So it's kind of like having just like a basic uniform, 
like a, a wardrobe where you have an item or two that you know you look good in every time you put it on. All right. Have something like that for different occasions that you're going to and maybe have, you know, a few pairs of your favorite earrings or a statement necklace to throw on with that. That polishes it off. You can, you know, you don't have to worry about what am I going to wear at the last minute because things always come up. You know, what's your grocery store shopping uniform, okay? Like, what can you put on that you've already curated ahead of time that's really quick to throw on that's still going to make it look like you put some time into what you're wearing? And, like, the time that you've put in is not the moment, like, that moment, that day or whatever. It's time that you have put in some time ago already with thinking about what do I like? What should I put on? I like that. Um, having it, uh, what's the word? Pre, um, pre-games, right? You have it pre-games that these are some things I can put together really quickly. I have some, definitely have some outfits and items like that where I know that when I put those things on, it's great. So you can have those items pre-gamed in your mind. I love it. Mm-hmm. That was a good tip because I won't, I won't take that tip too. I don't use that tip. All right. So now as we are um, coming to um, the end and we're talking about, um, you know, boundaries, self-care and uh, just being who you are. And one of the things that I want to ask you, it's just a question. If you could tell the women um, watching one thing about feeling good inside of your own shoes, what would you say? Oh, one thing about feeling good inside of your own shoes. Um, First off, I think it begins with really appreciating who you are and loving yourself despite any of the flaws that you think that you have or any of the past mistakes that you've made or whatever. It's truly accepting who you are in the moment. All of those things that have happened to you that you may not have been happy about or that didn't turn out the way you want it, it has happened to make you into the person that you are. So um, just not really looking at those things and beating yourself up for it, but looking at those as like, what has it taught me? And who am I now as a result of that? Appreciation for who you are so that you can really go out and show up as you are and live your life according to your purpose. Like that is really my biggest mission for women because I think that women hold a lot of the answers to a lot of the problems in the world right now. But unfortunately, we're not necessarily feeling confident enough to have our voices out there or to be seen or to put our gifts and talents to use. So that's really like the motivating factor behind the whole Audrey Grace and Izzy thing to make you feel comfortable because you know that you look good and you're going to go and do the stuff that you're supposed to do. I love it. I love it. I love it. It makes a lot of sense too. And when we're talking about, you know, embracing who we are in that moment, right? Because we're not always the exact same person. We don't always feel the exact same way. So just being able to embrace all parts of you. And I feel like that's what I um, want to uh, portray and give to women on this show is that it doesn't matter. You just be who you are. The good, the bad, the ugly, that's all the parts of you. So I love that you said, you know, embracing who you are at the moment. Like that is so very important because it's not wrong and it's not right. You know what I mean? It's just who you are. It's just a part of you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes different parts of you come out in different moments. Right. And um, if it's things that you want to work on, by all means, work on it. If it's things that you're comfortable with and that's who you are, by all means, be who you are. Right. Um, I love it. So now we come to the point in the show where you're going to tell everybody how they can find you out here on these lovely internet streets. All right. So um, you can find Audrey Grace and Izzy. We're on Instagram and Facebook. So, you know, just search Audrey Grace and Izzy on Facebook. Um, Instagram is Audrey underscore Grace underscore Izzy. 
And then my website is AudreyGraceIzzy.com. Um, and then, of course, I personally am on Facebook. Um, when I spend a lot of time there. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, she is on um, <laughs> Facebook too at Tiffany Polar. Don't let her uh, fool you into thinking that she's not that um, interesting, right? She's like, uh, maybe, but... She holds some great conversations. She holds some great um, sporadic events um, that are great um, for adults and especially women and mom to just take some time for yourself. She does those things randomly. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm coming every single time I want to go because it's always interesting. Like she had an adult play date, like, you know, and I was like, what? <laughs> like, where is that coming from? And do it again, please. <laughs> yeah, because we need to um, play more, I think, you know? Yeah, an adult Not be so serious. A virtual adult play date, which was pretty, pretty cool, you know? So every, um, follow her um, on Facebook, Instagram, and check out her website, Audrey Grace and it's AudreyGraceIzzy.com. And it'll also be linked down in the description as well. So you can get there very easily. And of course, I am Kamisha Mohammed, the host of Unapologetically Me, Mommyhood. And you can find me everywhere at Kamisha R.M. That is C-A-M-E-A-S-H-A-R-M on Instagram, Twitter, the Clubhouse, uh, Facebook, everywhere that you can be. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, I am. So um, thank you guys for tuning in. And we, well, I will see you and or hear you on the next episode of Unapologetically Me, Mommyhood. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs>